0: This is Entrepreneurs Only. If you own a business, you're in the right place. This is where we study and solve all that bullshit that comes with being your own boss so that you can finally grow your business. Let's get to work. Hello entrepreneurs and welcome to this week's episode as you know we are in the middle of a series of conversations with clients we are chatting with real clients about what it takes to do this work to show up and to struggle in their business I know it's not easy and knowledge is great and I'm glad you listen to this but my clients execute and it makes all the difference. Today, I want to welcome Sari Kimball. Sari is the CEO of Food Business Success. She helps packaged food businesses build profitable and sustainable futures. She's a mix of a coach and a consultant, and she delivers an immense amount of passion to her clients every single day. I've had the pleasure of working with Sari over the past eight months, and I've watched her not only achieve her six-figure growth, but also double her business in that time. Yes, she is a success, but she's also full of struggle, self-doubt, and questions that had to be answered to get here. So with that being said, welcome, Sari.
1: Thank you. Thanks so much for having me on today, Dave.
0: Oh, no, I'm so excited to have you here. Tell us a little bit more about your business, Food Business Success.
1: Yes, so I help package food business entrepreneurs, and people are always like, okay, what is that? So. So many people have that delicious jam or tea or baked good, anything that they make in their kitchen, food or beverage, and then they want to package it and sell it either to grocery stores, online, on Amazon. So there's a lot that goes into that. Um, selling food is highly regulated and a lot of people it's so easy to do that in your kitchen, but it is more difficult, of course, to bring that to life and actually have it be profitable. I say, uh, don't start an expensive hobby, start a profitable food business.
0: I love that. And so you have food business success itself is a uh, program that you run, but you also do one-on-one work with clients as well, right?
1: Yeah. So I actually started with one-on-one as just a traditional consultant when I left my full-time job at Whole Foods Market and uh, started that. And then actually my business really started blowing up when I uh, started adding this online program, Food Business Success. And not to say like what ended up happening is that people found me because I was putting myself out there more through food business success. But then they would talk to me about the online program and they would be like, can you just do this for me?
0: <laughs> this <laughs>
1: sounds really hard. <laughs> and so I do a lot of work for my clients right now as a one-on-one consultant. And then I also have the, the more online program DIY program food business success which is what we've spent a lot of time on right. um, growing that that piece of my business to make my business a little more sustainable I have a lot of great clients um, it's not a you know a low-cost venture to work with me one-on-one yeah. but food business success is really that uh, sustainable piece of my business that I'm trying to grow uh, since I launched it two years ago actually this month
0: awesome. So in 2020, you uh, doubled your revenue during a pandemic and hit multiple six figures in your business. Now you're looking to do that again in 2021. You want to at least double your business. How does that happen? How do you double your business in the middle of a pandemic when people are, you know, worried clients aren't coming or people aren't spending on this sort of thing and you go out and you prove that's not true at all?
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, I was looking back at my numbers and so in 2018 I did like 60,000 and then I did hit the 100k mark in 19 and then yeah, this year we I doubled that to over 200k and that's definitely with a lot of your help and support. So thank you for <laughs> for that.
0: You're welcome.
1: Um you know, as I look back on how I did it, uh, I love your podcast about how greed and I was thinking about sometimes I still don't know how I did it, but <laughs> I am very fortunate that I had set up an online business the year prior to the pandemic. And so it wasn't too hard. I didn't have to go and rebuild the, the airplane necessarily. I just needed to seize the opportunity there And, you know, it's interesting because of the pandemic. I actually was in a really good niche in an industry where people were now at home. They were uh, cooking more, making that delicious thing, right? That, that they're making in their kitchen. Um, I've had a lot of businesses start because you can start small in this area. You could start a farmer's market or online or even out of your home kitchen and selling direct to consumer. Um, and people just had more time on their hands. And I think that there was also that sense of like, oh, I've had this dream of doing this. I mean, I have people who say I've been doing this for, or I've been thinking about this for 10 years and why not now? Right. Why not make that investment in myself? The work, the workforce industry that that area maybe isn't as stable as I thought. So why have I been putting off this dream? Right. So it's a kind of a interesting combination of those things, but I think it actually inspired people, um, to really start thinking about putting their dream into, into motion. And so. I'm there to help them.
0: Yeah, I love that. And what I love about the work that we've done thus far and uh, working together is, people will be like, "Oh, okay, she figured it out. She grew. She, you know, she didn't have any issue." The truth is, we're still in the figuring it out phase with you. We've just managed to make money while figuring it out, like figuring out the right messaging, the right um, strategies, the right tactics, figuring out exactly what to say, how to convert people easily, and and the right the right real core thing to go after to grow your business. It's an ever-changing, ever-growing task to do, and we're still in the middle or, you know, towards the end of doing that in your business, yet you've been able to double your business. How have, now we've been together for the last, um, you know, uh, nine, 10 months now or so. You came into my six-week foundations course in April, so you did the six-week foundations in a group setting, and then you secured a one-on-one spot with me back in May, How has your experience been so far, not only in growing your business, but in getting support, getting help, and working with someone? Because I think that's what everyone needs to think about. I don't care if it's me or not. People just need that right person out there. And I want to know what your experience has been thus far.
1: Yeah, 100%. I think when I finally leaned into and just accepted that this is going to be a work in progress, this is going to take time to figure out. I mean when I launched Food Business Success I was like had you know been following Amy Porterfield and all of these online program gurus and they make it sound so easy like you just follow this formula and it just all falls into place and that's definitely <laughs> not the case if I knew how hard this would be I don't know that I ever would have started Food Business Success but I'm really glad I did. And I just realized, you know, when the pandemic hit and I was inside (laughs) by myself, um, I made a choice right then to say, I'm going to use this time to really go after it. And I am in a great niche and I see lots of opportunity here. And I had been listening to your podcast, I think since you launched it just about, and uh, when I saw you had, you know, you had the webinar and uh, launched the the mastermind, I just said, "Yep i i gotta I gotta go for this. Um, this is my my once in a lifetime <laughs> time for me, you know, where we're all um, kind of refocusing and reshifting during the pandemic. And so I just made it a priority to work on my business and and take some risks and go after it. So it was a great. Um, launch into working with you. I, I already knew I really liked your style. Like I need a no bullshit <laughs> approach. <laughs> just tell, tell it to me straight. And so I really always appreciated your direct style and your podcast. And so I I had it in the back of my mind that like we would work together someday. So when you launched that, I just said, yes, let's do it. And um, and then, yeah, we started working one-on-one. So it's been a great experience. Um, I really grew in the mastermind. It just helped me to stay focused and, you know, prioritize and focus on what was important. And then um, having that one-on-one weekly call has been invaluable and keeps me really accountable. Um, and, you know, you're not... You don't know everything about online courses, of course, like... <laughs> <laughs> You're building your own, yeah um now, but you can definitely help me see the forest from the trees, which has been invaluable,
0: yeah, I think it's so key, you know you say you made this a priority, you committed to doing the work, and then you found support where you needed support. Those three steps are such an early, easy thing for an entrepreneur to hear, but it's so hard for them to do, and I think what you said of if I knew that this was going to be this hard, I probably wouldn't have done it. I think that's the truth for most entrepreneurs. If someone told them all the things they would have to figure out, because physically this isn't typically a hard world, but mentally this is one of the most difficult things that somebody can do is create their own opportunity, their own revenue, their own business from scratch. Um, And we all know you want to win an Olympic gold medal, you get one of the best coaches out there to push you to that level to be the best in the world. And if you're not out to be the best in the world in your area, I don't know what you're doing. You're wasting time. You want, you believe, and you know you want to be the best, and that's why you work. But I think it's fair to say you've had some ups and downs along the way, right? Some self-doubt, a lot of unanswered questions about your business. How do you grow your business? You commit, you decide. Then you have self-doubt. Then you have worry. Then you have fear. Then you have all these questions that are unanswered. How do you keep growing your business with all of those things still in place? Because people, people think if I just get rid of all that fear, that doubt, that imposter syndrome, (laughs) my business will be successful. And the fact is your business has to be successful along with those things, right?
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, what I do is essentially tell my clients all the same things that (laughs) you tell me. And so (laughs) um, it's so good, like. Like you said, I I think that the the key to success is that a little bit of like idealistic naivete. Like if I didn't know how hard this would be, then I'll just yeah, you go forward, um, you make the leap, but then you also find a coach and an expert, and so that's what I do for my clients, and so why wouldn't I get that for my for myself as well? But yeah, it's been a ton of self doubt, and you know, I actually think back. Right before I started food business success in 2018, I almost shut it down. I I had an offer for a real job, you know, quote unquote. Um, I was having panic attacks all the time. I was yeah. like, "This is not working," and I decided to double down and turn down the job offer and say, "I'm going to do. I'm going to. I'm going to give this one last try and give it everything I got." And that's when I I found the Life Coach School podcast that, you know, eventually led me to a self-coaching scholars and a ton of other mindset resources. And that has been so key for me to help manage that that anxiety and the doubt. And so now I just have another tool in my toolkit with with our coaching. Um But now I offer that to my clients and through the podcast, I talk a lot about my own podcast through uh, Talk About Mindset and I'm going to be getting certification through the Life Coach School this year and super excited about extending my business offerings that way. Um, But I could not do it without the self-coaching and the coaching that I received from from self coaching scholars and yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's key.
0: So, because you've had some major shifts and changes, I mean, be it, you know, say roughly 18 months ago or a year and a half ago, or maybe a couple of years ago now, you, you kind of left everything, moved to a new city, rented a place, decided to go into your business. And like, it was a whole new chapter for you. And in the last year you have not only grown, but you've also bought your own place, right? You have a beautiful new place all to yourself that you went out and bought. You're no longer renting and all the, your business has provided all of this to you along the way. Of course, you had plenty of doubts. You know, we use that in our coaching. We talk about it when you're making big investments, when you're spending money, when you are living out the success that you're having, sometimes a lot more doubt creeps up. How was that for you?
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess there was that realization that it doesn't matter how much money I make (laughs) that it's always going to be there. Right. I mean, you talk about there's always 10 problems in your business and yeah, there is that self doubt that does creep in. I mean, certainly as I've become more successful and I I did have that like aha moment, maybe a year ago where I was like, it's working. (laughs) I'm like, paying my rent. I'm paying my bills. Um, so there is that, that piece around, um, proving I can see the evidence now. Excuse me. No problem. Um, so, but yeah, self doubt. I I've come to accept that that is a part of it and it's just always going to be there. Um, but finding that, that faith and, each day getting up and journaling and doing the meditations that I do. It really helps to kind of clear away some of that, but I don't, I don't know that that self-doubt ever goes away or some of that imposter syndrome. um,
0: (laughs) No, I think you just get really good at dealing with it. Really good at accepting that it's there. Like I'll, I'll share this and hopefully you're okay with it. If not, we can edit it out. But I remember like, The week before, even maybe even like a few days before you were going to close on your new place, right? Going out and buying your place and, and, and making that big step, um, you're, you're still questioning like, am I going to be able to afford it? Is this going to last? Is my business going to succeed enough to be able to do this? Did I make a huge mistake? And this oh, is yeah. like,
1: I was like, it's can too I get late. out of
0: this? <laughs> <laughs> but that will always be there and you should expect that it will always be there. You're just going to get much better at being able to shut it down because even when I watch you and me, you know we're talking and we're going through things, we're talking on Slack, I can see that doubt is there and then I can watch how quickly you can make the shift away from it when you look at reality or you look at fact or you look at the math of the problem and get away from the drama, you're getting so much better. And that's what's helping you not only double your business in a short amount of time, but continuously be able to grow your business at that rate because you're getting so much more efficient at dealing with that. So if you had one piece of advice to give any entrepreneurs listening, what would it be?
1: Well, that's that's pretty easy. I mean, it would be to get, get a coach. And that's not necessarily you, but to get somebody that um, resonates with you and your style and can push you and help you. I mean, I send you Voxer messages and I, (laughs) oh my gosh, this happened. And I rant. And then, yeah, like you said, very quickly, I think I can move through the doubt and the anxiety and the fear that comes up. So just having, you know, as an entrepreneur, as a, as a solopreneur, I, I just, I'm on an island sometimes and I don't always, and now even more, you know, during the pandemic, it's just like, I am locked down and, and it's just me. And it's so key to have somebody who, who has your back and who's there for you. And that's what I do for my clients. And I absolutely need that for myself. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a no brainer. And you didn't set me up for that, but. (laughs) Well, I think it's so funny
0: because you're exactly right. And I'll agree with you. I'm not everybody's coach, right? You said it before, you know, you really liked my direct, no bullshit attitude. What you hear from me, especially like on this podcast and whenever I speak and whenever you see stuff from me, it's exactly what you get. I choose to be one person and be that person everywhere. So it's not confusing or hard for me to show up ever because I'm just who I am. And so I might not be your coach. But if you're listening to this and you see the value in it, I promise you find the right coach for you. It will unlock everything. It will totally change what you're capable of doing. I've seen it with all my clients. That's why I love having clients on right now. We've never had guests up until now. And I'm loving this because you guys are able to hear a lot more from actual people who are doing it. Like I said, knowledge is cute. Listening to this is cute. My clients execute and are sometimes pushed and forced to execute in places where their doubt is not letting them, but they can see the value after they do it. And that builds and it builds a history of it. Now, you mentioned a few already, but what is your favorite podcast so far out of all the ones we've done?
1: Yeah, so mine is definitely showing up. And I listened to it actually this morning. Um, today is a big day for me. I have uh, a live YouTube. I'm interviewing a podcast guest that I'm a little nervous about. And uh, that is one I definitely listen to a lot around um, showing up and doing the thing that makes you scared and <laughs> doing the worthy fails and just yeah, getting out there and and doing the hard things as an entrepreneur.
0: Yeah. And showing up as one of the earlier episodes, you can go back and find it. Um, I actually listened to that one. It's so funny. People think it's weird that I listen to my own podcast, but I do all the time because it's great advice and it's said it exactly how I need to hear it because I said it. And so there are times I go back and listen. Like I have gone back and listened to that one before as well. When I'm a guest on a podcast or when I'm about to do a video series or something like that, I'll go listen to that because it's such valuable information to go listen to. It's so quick, so easy for me. And I record my podcast in the format I would love to hear it, which is direct, no bullshit, get to the point, 15-20 minutes tops, and really because I don't have hours to sit and listen to something when I'm trying to grow a business, as as nobody out there should. Um, so it's it's an important fact to learn from other people, I think not just a coach, but other people who are out there doing it. And that's why I wanted to bring you someone like Sarah because she is doing it, she is a success, she hit six figures of growth. In only the first eight months of us working together, we want to expand and give her the trajectory to also double her business this year, which we're really excited about. You heard she's doing big things. She's getting her certification from the life coach school to bring that on top because she's doing all of this without even her life coach school certification. That is going to take her to the next level. She's not scared of investing in things like that because she knows with all the self-doubt, with all the unanswered questions, she knows this stuff can take her to the next level. So she's not going to hold herself back. Siri, tell everyone where they can find you. We'll put all this information in the show notes, but where can they find you?
1: Yeah. So I have, um, a podcast that's food business success, the website and social media are are foodbizsuccess.com or just at foodbizsuccess. I also have a YouTube channel, uh, that's food business success. So I'm in a lot of places
0: (laughs) so they can find you easily. As long as you're looking for food business success out there or food business success on the podcast, you can find her very easily. And if you do have a food business or you do have a hobby, I am telling you, she is someone you need to work with. So check it out for sure. We'll include all of that in the show notes, like I said, but I wanted you guys to see today. It is possible to not only build your business, but double it, achieve six figure growth in less than a year when the right things are in place. That means a coach as well, right? It doesn't have to be me, but you do need to make sure you have someone guiding you, pushing you and keeping you focused on what matters. That is absolutely key. And you'll hear that across anyone who comes on and talks about that because it's something that's definitely helping them. So, Sari, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I know um, it's not um, easy all the time, but you do make it look easy, especially when you're doubling your business in eight months, which I love.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you. It is messy on the inside here, and messy in my brain, but uh, it's, it's fun. And I've, I finally accepted that this is fun.
0: <laughs> awesome. This is fun. I think that's a thought that will serve you for a long time. If you keep growing your business with that one. So thanks so much again. And thank you everybody for listening and we will see you next week. Take care. Bye if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review this podcast. It helps me out and spreads the word to other badass business owners. If you want more from me, check me out online, www.davemoreno.ca. Remember that's .ca. That's it. The fun's over. Go get to work. Grow that business.